How's it going, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Clips or Die podcast. I'm your host, Brian Dirty Sanchito, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about today, guys. So there's been a lot of new stuff here in the NBA, and especially right ahead of the free agency or the start of free agency on Thursday, we got hit with a huge bomb. So what ended up coming out on Thursday, right before free agency started, is that Kevin Durant wants out of the Nets still. So Kevin Durant requested a trade, and this was completely out of left field for me because I thought the whole situation was over with Kyrie and with KD and the Nets. And so this completely caught me off guard, and I think it caught the league off guard because I think for a minute there, I think everyone was going to put free agency on hold. That's what I thought. But as soon as 3 o'clock hit, surprisingly, stuff still kept coming in. Uh, and you started hearing about all these different signings and whatnot. Completely no tampering, of course, going on here. But to me, it did catch me off guard that Kevin Durant still requested a trade, even though Kyrie had opted in. I thought with him opting in, that that just meant that everything was fine. The Nets were going to go ahead and run it back and try again. But that doesn't seem to be the case. So what do we know about the KD trade situation? Well, we know that he has listed two places as his preferred destinations, one of them being the Phoenix Suns and the other one being the Miami Heat. The problem with this is the Nets want in return a star player, a star player, a young star player, and they want more assets as well. So what that's going to have or what the problem is going to be with that is, well, on Thursday, the Phoenix Suns decided that they were going to sign Booker to an extension. So... With that being said, he cannot be traded. And the big thing too is Kevin Durant wants to play with Devin Booker. So that's the big thing with the Suns. And it kind of seemed like they were going to be the favorites to land uh, KD, but I'm not really too sure what's going to happen now with that being said. In my opinion, I don't think the, the Nets have any obligation whatsoever to please or to find a place that KD would be happy he decided to sign the extension, um, and it's his choice to request a trade. So I think it's going to be very difficult for them to find a, a landing spot that's going to appease him while at the same time getting something good in return. Because at the same time, the Nets, they've done a lot to try to please KD and Kyrie in the last couple of years. They've made a lot of changes. It's kind of like they let them run the front office in a sense to try to make them happy that way they would stay the problem with this now is that now that KD is requesting a trade, so this is going to really uh, negatively Im- impact the Nets if they do not get something good in return. And to add to that, the Timberwolves actually traded for Rudy Gobert. So they actually got Rudy Gobert in a trade. Um, and with that, Utah received a bunch of draft picks, a bunch of draft picks. So with that being said, this set, in my opinion, this set the, the bar very high for what the Nets can receive in return for KD. Because if Rudy, if Rudy Gobert, if the Jazz got all these picks for Rudy Gobert, then I can't even imagine what the hole is going to be for um, KD. And with that being said, I'm not really even sure what team would be able to offer what for him and who would be able to provide him with the best package. Maybe they're going to do a multiple team uh, type of trade uh, where multiple teams kind of you know work together to try to get something going um, but I, I honestly have no idea what's going to happen with this do I see the Clippers making a move for the for KD I mean it's possible I guess you could do something like 
PG for KD, but the Clippers would probably have to sweeten the pot and throw something else in, like some future picks or something like that. Um, what do you guys think about that? Me personally, I don't see that as being something that I would want to happen. And there's a couple of reasons. I really like KD. I think we can all fairly agree that he is a great player, if not the best player in the NBA right now. With that being said, though, I have an attachment to PG as a Clipper fan. And I feel like as a Clipper fan, what we've been through the last couple couple seasons, in a sense, you kind of want to see the team achieve it as is. Like it was sad when we lost Pat Bev. You know, it was sad when we lost Lou Will. I mean, I know we traded them, but still, it's something where you want to see them succeed together as a team. And I think for me, that's more meaningful. It would be a way more meaningful title to me if Kawhi and PG, and we'll talk about John Wall here in a little bit, but John Wall as well, as well as the rest of this team that we've fallen in love with. Wouldn't it be awesome and more meaningful as a Clipper fan base if they were able to accomplish our first NBA championship? To me, that would be so much more meaningful than if we traded for you know, KD. So that's why I, I don't want to lose PG. And even though it is Kevin Durant, me personally, I don't think that I would take that. I would be perfectly happy rooting for Kate. Uh, I'm sorry, rooting for PG and rooting for Kawhi. But again, that's just me. So let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you would give up for him. Um, if you would do a swap of PG for KD or even Kawhi for KD, I personally wouldn't do either, but let me know what you guys think. I want to I wanna see what the rest of Clipper Nation thinks, um, and l- let's, let's find out. I, I'm going to be very curious to see what the comments say. Now on to some more exciting Clipper news. So John Wall is officially a Clipper. He's officially a Clipper, and I think a lot of people were nervous on Thursday when the announcement didn't come out that he had signed with the Clippers yet. People were wondering if it was really going to happen, if something else was in the works. But it's official. It was posted by Clutch. I've seen it rolling around social media that John Wall's officially a Clipper. And I'm excited. I think it's awesome. I think we signed him on a two-year deal. It's around uh, $13 million, which is awesome. I thought we were only going to get him for one year to begin with. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm hoping that he can rejuvenate his career, revitalize it, that he can be very successful with the Clippers. The difference is that with with the Clippers and with the other teams that he's been on is that we don't need that necessarily from him. Um, I think as long as he can help move the ball, um, it'd be awesome if we can get, get him driving into the lane like he used to, like he's known for. But we're really going to have to see how that Achilles really affected him. But I'm excited. I'm excited. Again, a lot of people were worried when he didn't sign on Thursday and we were kind of wondering, what, where's the news at? Where's the news? But it's okay, people. He has to clear waivers. We got the update yesterday on Friday, and so it's exciting to see John Wall is going to be in a Clipper uniform. Really cool, too. I saw online that he was already in L.A. Lawrence Frank himself went to pick up John Wall from the airport. He was there, picked up John Wall and his entourage. Additionally, on Instagram, on John Wall's Instagram, he posted his jersey already. Number 11 is the number that he's going to rock, which is the number that he rocked in college. And... To add to that, John Wall also posted that he was at the Clippers facility already. So he's already putting in work. 
He's already getting ready for the season. And to me, that is exciting because it seems like he's excited to play basketball. And these NBA players, when they're passionate about it, like that's the greatest thing that you can ask for is for them to want to play. And for him, I'm sure he was just salivating at the idea of playing. The Houston Rockets didn't want to play him. And I'm sure the whole time he just wanted to play so bad and he's finally going to get the opportunity to do so. And so I'm hoping there's still something left in the take for John Wall. But we're just going to really have to wait and see what happens, guys. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you guys think this is going to be successful, if this is not going to work out. Let me know what your expectations are for him. Um, We don't know if he's going to be starting. We don't know if he's going to be coming off the bench. I think knowing Ty Lue, he's definitely going to be able to experiment. Uh, He's going to start Reggie. He's going to start John. And we're just really going to have to see what works best, I think, is what what Ty Lue is going to do. He's not afraid to experiment. And I think that I love that about him Um, coming from Doc Rivers, who just stuck with his same old ways. It's very refreshing. And it's very, um, you know, it it definitely puts your trust in Ty Lue when you know that he's going to do what's best for the And so let's see what happens. Let's see how it goes. And let me know what you guys think and how John Wall is going to do with the Clippers. We also have some free agency updates, guys. So we have some free agency updates, a couple, some good news, some bad news, some stuff you guys are going to love, some stuff that I think that you guys are going to be very sad about. I was very sad about when I heard about it, but Nick Batum is back and I'm very happy that he is. Initially, the initial reports were that he might come back on a three-year deal, I believe around $33 million, about $11 million a year. Well, it's close, but it actually ended up being a two-year, $22 million deal. That's what we ended up and signed Nick Batum for, and honestly, I'm so happy to have him back. Nick Batum is so, so, so important to this team. Um, it's just he he has been great with the Clippers, and it's awesome to see that because he had that terrible year uh, with Charlotte. So I'm very excited that he's back. I I, I know that he loves this organization. Um, his wife is on Twitter and on social media all the time talking about you know interacting with fans and whatnot. And I think I think they both love being being in LA and they love the Clippers fan base. So congratulations, Nick Batum. We're happy to have you back, and we hope to see you perform great this year as well. Additionally, some more surprising news, which I think is a great deal for the Clippers as well, but Amir Koff actually ended up signing a three-year, $11 million deal. That's right, three-year, $11 million deal. Um, So with that being said, I am happy to see Koff back. Like I said previously, I was kind of not really too sure how Koffi was going to do and whether or not the Clippers should even keep him at the beginning of last season wasn't really my favorite, but he proved himself. He earned his contract and now he is returning. And to me, I think that three years, 11 million is a great deal for him uh, or for the Clippers more specifically, because I think, I think, I mean, people were saying online that that he might've gotten fleeced on that, but who knows? He was um, also a restricted free agent. So with that being said, maybe he didn't get much offers from other teams. Um, it's kind of hard to say um, with the reasoning why his deal was that with that. But I think it's fair. Personally, I think it's fair. Um, I think it's fair for both sides. And I'm happy to see him back. Hopefully we can get um, him to perform like he did towards the end of the year. He had some great, great, great performances. And so I'm very happy to see Coffee back. 
I'm going to be ready for Brian Seaman's coffee puns, and I'm going to be ready to see him playing on the court. And now I'm sorry to do this, guys, but I have to talk about the bad news. I have to talk about it. So let's talk about it. Hartenstein, man, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to think as far as what he was going to do, just because in the days leading up free agency and the start of free agency, I think even the day before, he was still working out with the Clippers facilities. He was still rocking the Clipper gear. So to me, that had me thinking that he was going to stay. I think his wife, someone posted on Reddit that his wife made a post, something along the lines of home sweet home here in SoCal. And it was just very, not shocking, but it was disappointing. I, I was hoping that he would come back, but realistically, you can't be mad at the guy. So what ended up happening is... He ended up accepting a two-year, $16.7 million deal with the New York Knicks. Um, And with that being said, I mean, good for him. Congratulations, Hart. You will honestly be missed by the Clippers. The Clippers really, really, I think, uh, the fan base more specifically, they really loved you. Um, Man, I'm going to miss his floater. I'm just going to miss watching him play. Maybe I'll tune into a couple Knicks games next season. But, man, I am so bummed to see him go. But... I mean, it's kind of like that's the bad that came out of us signing John Wall. Yes, we got John Wall, but we were able to offer or we weren't able to offer Hartenstein as much. And you can't blame him. This is his first big contract. And for a guy like that, especially in the NBA, in the NBA, you never know what can happen. You know, God forbid something happens, you get hurt and your career might be over. So he has to take advantage of that for himself, for his wife his future family if he decides to do that. So with that being said, congratulations, Hartenstein. We'll miss you. Hopefully, I haven't looked at the Clippers schedule. I don't know if they've released it yet, but if we get to see see the Clippers play the Knicks next year, that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, with that being said, that's the bad news, guys. Um, we'll get through it. But since he, since he did sign with the Knicks, that's going to definitely leave the Clippers with a big hole because we don't have a backup center now as far as we're talking big, right? Um, If we play small ball, we're good. We could probably play like Marcus Morris, Nick Batum at center, um, something like that, right? But if we're going to go ahead and play big, then, I mean, it's going to be very difficult because we only have Zoo. Musa Diabate is definitely probably not going to be ready. He's very raw. He's going to be playing most of his time in the G League. And so we can't really have much of a high expectation for him. So with that being said, we're going to have to really just kind of wait and see what the front office decides to do. Are they going to make a trade for a center? Are they going to try to sign just a center on the free market? Um, it's kind of be, going to be hard to see. I think we can really only afford like a bet min, and this would be our final roster spot. And I think we probably have to use it on a big. A lot of people are talking about Blake Griffin reunion. And I'd love to see it, but the only problem is, is if he's going to be our backup center, I, I just, I mean, I don't see that as being a positive. If he was like our third string backup, then yes, I would say let's do it. But I, I just, as much as I love Blake, I don't know if, if it's a good idea. I'm sure that there's other people out on the market. I'm sure our front office is doing the research. So we're just going to kind of have to wait and see. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Um, Who do you guys think is a good option that the Clippers should go for as far as a backup center? Let me know. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts.
So I briefly mentioned the final roster spot. We do have one final roster spot and we have one two-way contract available. The two-way contract, we can assume that's going to be um, one of the players that um, is going to be on the team from in, in the summer league. So we're just going to have to wait and see how they do. I'm sure the Clippers front office is going to see um, which players, most likely one of the three that I talked about in my last video, I'm thinking is, is who they're going to go with. Let's see how they end up playing in um, Summer League. And I'm assuming that that spot's going to go to them. Now, for the last roster spot, um, like I said, we need a center. I think that's what we should use it for. But like I mentioned, the Rudy Gobert trade has a lot of Clipper fans talking. So as part of that Rudy Gobert trade, Pat Bev was actually traded to the Jazz. Yes, he was traded to the Jazz. And a lot of Clipper fans are saying... If he's waived, the Clippers should sign him. So with that being said, I want to ask you guys, do you guys think that Pat Bev should come back to the Clippers? We should have a reunion if he is waived. My opinion is, Pat Bev, I love you. You did a lot for this team. I would love to see you back on the team. But for our final roster spot, I don't know if that is the best option. So let me know what you guys think realistically i just don't see it being the best choice and a lot of times us clipper fans we we make a lot of decisions and a lot of things that we want is based off of our emotion based off of our hearts we fall in love with these players because this clipper team and our clipper teams in the past mean a lot to us but i think the front office tries to leave the emotion out of it so i think the best thing that to do and I think what they're going to do is they're going to go what the best option is available out there for a final roster spot and we're just going to have to see what happens with that I don't know if it's something that they're going to look to to fill before the start of the season or if they're going to wait well off into the season before they finalize that I know last season they kind of waited so we're just going to have to wait and see I say just do it from the beginning um, worst case scenario you can try to make some trades happen before the trade deadline if we're doing terrible but I don't think that's going to be a problem this year. I have really high hopes for this team. So we're just going to have to see how it goes. Let me know what you guys think uh, in the comments. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for watching this video. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I want to thank you guys so much for your support so far. So far, I want to thank you uh, for subscribing to this channel if you have, for liking it, and for watching it all this way through if you've gotten to this point. It really means a lot to me for taking the time out of your day. Um, other than that, please share this if you really enjoy my content um, and stay tuned for the next episode. I'll probably try to post one next week and I'm going to try to get this on iTunes and the other podcast platforms. So keep an eye out for that. If I got it, if I got it up there, I'm going to leave a link in this actual video. So go ahead and check that out if it's up. And other than that, thank you so much. Thanks for staying tuned in and I hope to see you guys next time. Peace.